0: Amen. I want to welcome all our guests and friends to the Tabernacle of Joy. If you are visiting us for the first time, let's let's welcome our guests and friends. You know, it's so good to have you here with us. It's an honour and, um, you know, we hope that you can feel what we feel here in this place. Amen. You know, it makes a really big difference when the people of God consecrate themselves, you know, and, and we take time just to focus on Him. And I want us to continue in the flow of what we are feeling here in this place. And I want us to pray for pastor as well. You know, Let's pray that pastor recover uh, quickly. Let's pray that the symptoms will not be too, uh, too painful for him. Let's, let's do that right now. If we can, let's lift up our hands. Let's, let's pray for our pastor right now. Father, we want to commit, oh God, pastor team into your hands right now. We thank you, God, Lord, for... Lord, touching him, God, already, God. And we want to pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that today, God, that you will touch his body, God. Lord, remove any pain, any of the symptoms that is causing him discomfort in Jesus' name. Whatever we are feeling in this service, Lord, that you will lose your presence in his room right now. Father, we ask, God, that this virus will not spread, insulate, protect the family. And Lord, we plead the blood over him right now. And Lord, we want to commit this service as well into your hands, God. Father, that those that came here, Lord, with a, with a, with a need, oh God. Father, You are more than enough oh God and we ask God that your glory will reveal itself in this place oh God and touch all those that are here this morning in Jesus name and all God's people say amen amen turn to someone and say it's so good to see you in the house of the Lord amen and and you may be seated amen I'm gonna I'm gonna continue I'm gonna continue with uh, pastor's message you know this is part two actually it's part two of part one but I'm just gonna call it part two all right um, on a side note, I, I know DCD, so far, uh, two months, three months more, DCD is starting and I'm very excited. This is the first DCD after, I don't know how long, uh, three, four years, right? Donkey years, you know? And uh, for those who have never been to DCD, I can, if you prepare yourself, I can almost assure you, okay? This will be one of the most, this is will be the, your most life-changing experience that you have ever been to in your life. And I don't say that lightly because many of us here who have been to DCD, you have felt what you felt in DCD. You have heard what God has spoken to you. The glory of the Lord transform us. Amen. Some of you have even been baptised in DCD. What a treat that would have been. Okay? And um, do not allow anything to stop you from going. I, I don't know. I remember, I remember the first... I only missed one DCD in my entire... Uh, Term in TJ and that was the time when I enlisted army. But that was the first year I came TJ. Okay, so exempted la. But I remember one time, right? I remember it was no I had no chance to go DCD because um, my army unit, right, they need us to go for this final exercise. It's like the the final out, outfield thing that the whole battalion, 600 people have to go on. Okay, it's like it's like your final exam for your O levels, but Army style. And I was like, Alama, it fought exactly the same week as DCD. Eh. Then I was like, yeah, you know, cannot go DCD. So naturally, right, you will be like, like, give up lah, yeah, no chance, or no hope, blah, everything. But I always felt this, though. If God, if DCD is what God wants you to go, then something within you, right, must fight for this eh. And since I'm not going to just give up ah, on this chance to go eh, because I value it so much. So what I did was, you know, last time our youth leader taught us about how to make a godly appeal lah, so... He told us, okay, you got to pray, you know, pray for for favour, you know. Of course, in the army, you don't go in talking lah. You got to do the things they ask you to do lah, right? Just be a good testimony. So, I just did all that. Not because I wanted to get the leave. It's what it should be done. So, I remember praying and then, no chance there. They they announced eh, that everybody have to go for this eh? I said, how can I get, how can one guy get exemption out of 600 people to go for a church camp? There's no sense. So, I don't know what happened that, so but what I felt was I go and pay money, I apply for I say, I in favor, I put the money in. Okay? Don't care. Cannot go too bad. No, the money gone. But I really wanted to go. And two months before DCD, which is like maybe around now or maybe end of this month, I prayed. You know, I say, God, you gotta give me an opening. And somehow that week, right, I remember I was partnered with an officer for this duty in Drong Island. And we 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 were in the car, lah. I drove him to Drong Island, and then, then we were in the bank, very lonely, ah. Drong Island, very lonely one. It's not like your paradise Sentosa, no, no. It's Jurong Island, eh. Oh, you're surrounded by chemicals, and then we have this very dark, smelly army boy sweat, uh, a, a room, and two of us only eh, in this bunk. I remember very clearly, and then when army boys are alone together, right, we get very, very emo. Then the guy next to you is like your best friend, your only friend, so I think he felt that way, and I felt that way too. Eh. And then we just lying there, you know. I'm a lowly corporal; he's like a you know lieutenant or not, well, captain. He's a captain. Then I said, like, hey, sir. I, I, they say, hey, why, why? Same. I said, uh, I got a, I, I got, i got thinking about it, I got a problem. What problem, What problem. problem. Say, I got this church camp coming up, I really want to go. But somehow, it falls in the final exercise. I said, oh, yeah, wasted, too bad. I said, but, sir, I really didn't, very important to me. It really, this camp will change my life. He said, oh, really, really. Okay, then I thought, talk, talked, talked. Then after we say a while, then he, Okay, okay. Then that I, I say, sir, if, if you've got any way, ah, I don't know how you can do it, ah, But find a way to let me go, lah. They say, hmm. Let me let me see what I can do. Okay, you don't worry about it. So don't, I was like, uh, okay, you know. But he's only a, cap, a captain, not that big also. You know, you're not like colonel, colonel. Maybe can say something. slowly, captain, my you know. Then I said, okay. Uh, so I, uh, two weeks before DCD, two weeks ah uh, before DCD, no reply. Eh. Then I panicked, I'm like, yeah, how to go DCD? Yeah? my money gone really. I said, but I said, no God, I prayed about it. Like. I, I felt to, to, to do it. And then, I was having dinner with my parents. I said, okay, I better ask my, my captain. Now. No chance. I text him. Hey, sir, how are the beef? <laughs> then he says, okay. They say no problem, just go. I'll cover you. Then I was like, wow. Then I never asked anymore. I keep quiet. He, the moment he sent me the text, right? Don't talk already. If your boss say go, uh, don't ask questions. Don't ask details. Just say thank you. Shut up and then go for the camp. So I remember I, I I went for the camp, life-changing, came back, all my platoon mates say, we're all struggling in the outfield, ah, digging trench, ah, you you enjoying aircon in the camp. Ah. I love uh, you no know, God is good, lah, you know. I, think, I want to be Christian next time, I can skip army camera. <laughs> and then after, but it was so the, the joke was the, the higher the highest authority, the battalion at the head of my whole CO, lah, whatever, found out lah, and he made a mandate after that. In the future, when there's an exercise, nobody can take overseas leave. So because of me, right, they started a new mandate in the whole army camp. Sorry, guys. One out of 600, ah. Uh. Hey, God can do it for you. Amen. Amen. Your whole company cannot take leave. But if you don't try, how you know? Because I assure you, if God wants you to be there, He will move heaven and earth to get you there. Okay. Side track, uh. Nothing to do with what I want to say, ah. Uh. So sign up for DCD, praise God. Let's do a quick recap of what Pastor thought, okay? Quick recap. I, 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 I jot down three things that really stood out to me last week. You know, Pastor spoke about the difference between the, the presence of God and the glory of God. And the Bible makes a huge distinction between presence and glory, okay? So let me give you an illustration. When I was a young kid, I went to this National Day Rally. I was invited to go. Well, big shot. No, la. my school sent me. So I went to this National Day Rally and I remember I was eating the buffet. The buffet actually they really very nice to eat. Super nice. Got roast beef, all that. I was eating, like, I go there, right, actually to hear the minister, right, but I see the food, right? I better, honey, go eat it. Then I remember suddenly, uh, got this aura walk past me. Eh. You know who was it walk past me? It was M.M. Lee Kuan Yew. Eh. In the flesh, eh. God, no, no God manifests. Eh. But the minister manifests in flesh. Eh. I see him on TV, right? But I never see him in real life, eh. Wow, then around him, I got a lot of minister one. Eh, and all the bodyguards there. Wow, he walked past me on uh, my hair stand. Eh. It's like, wow. He really, got, I'm not kidding you, he got all right, one. He stepped in the room, uh, everybody eating food, I'll put down the plate. Because eh. all staring at him. Because eh, like, he's a legend. 16-year-old boy watching M.M. Uh, Lee. Eh. Wow, but it's one thing uh, to be in his presence. Eh. But when he opened his mouth and talked, and I heard his voice, I trembled. I said, wow, this one I, I was wrecked. Wasted, no, no handphone. I wish I could record M.M. Lee eh, in the flesh. Eh. Or oh, when he speak, ah, all of us were like, what did he say? Ah? Even he sneezed, I ah, also, wow, well, he sneeze? Come, come, let like the saliva drop on me. I also want the saliva drop. Eh. Because in the presence of greatness, ah, you are amazed that eh, you're in awe. Eh. But there is one that is greater than our, our late M.M., of whom I respect very much. Eh. When Jesus is here, right? When he steps into the room, eh, there's a hush. There's eh. There's an aura. There's an all factor. And every word he speaks, we listen. Because we're not talking about an ordinary man. We're talking about the God of heaven and earth that's in this place. Amen. You know, there's a difference between presence and glory. Presence is when someone shows up. Glory it's when God displays uh, His splendor, His holiness. It's like, you see Michael Jordan sit next to you, but when Michael Jordan do a slam dunk in front of you, you're like, wow! It's the slam dunk. Eh? It's the move. Eh? It, is, it is the person showing you who He is. Eh? That's glory. Eh? We cannot settle for presence. We need to see God move. Not slam dunk. La, okay? You need to see God do something. Eh? And when God moves, like, it's more than a slam dunk. Lives are changed. There's something inward that transforms. Number two, the second thing I, I, I learned from last week's message was really good. It, it is not enough for your leader to behold the glory of God. We must behold Him as a community. Amen. The pastor talked about how Moses went up, right? Then all the kaki out of below, right? He said, uh, don't, don't go up. I'm scared. I scared i do not want to go up. So i scared, scared. And then Moses like, come. Go to the top of the mountain. Enjoy the glory. Unfortunately, none of the Israelites went in. That's why the Bible says, Moses knew his ways. Israel only knew his ex. There's a difference in their experience with God. Moses had an in-depth love and intimacy with God. He, knew every, he didn't just see God do things for other people. Eh. He knew why. Eh. He had the insights that, that others don't have. Don't you want that? If one day I ah, ah, say, come Sam, I bring you to, them, to, my, to my private quarters to tell you my policy, why I do things. I tell you, how many people will pay uh, millions of dollars uh, just to sit down with our late Prime Minister, right? To learn everything that he has to tell us. I also want eh. Okay, but too bad, no chance. Okay? Number three. When we behold God's glory, it transforms us. You see, having the glory of God in our homes and our churches is essential because it not just transforms the individual, but it will transform us collectively as the people of God. It will bring us closer to the heartbeat of God. It will allow us to see His purposes. And when God comes, right, there's going to be a spiritual awakening. Okay, let me, let me, so today I want to start off by talking about what does God's glory do to the group of people? If you all uh, be attentive, preach with me, right, uh, you might actually be able to queue up at your your foot later earlier lah, okay? Uh, so if you're make, are you all make bit harder, then you know, I know not have to plow a bit more. So, so be engaged, okay? Okay, amen with me. Participate with me and, you know, hear me out. Okay, because it's the word of the Lord, not me. Alright, okay. What does God's glory do to a group of people? First one, very good. Spiritual awakening. Can everyone say spiritual awakening? Okay, some people call it Revival. Revival, the glory of the Lord brings an uh, awakening suddenly from no desire to God, desire. Suddenly from, from dead, dry, boring, to exciting, passionate, intense. Psalms 85 verse 6, let's read, to, uh, I'll read, okay? Psalms 85 verse 6, it says, Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Can everyone say, Amen? This is the context of Psalms 85. It's written in the time when Israel was in national distress, maybe right now, like now, where the Babylonian exile, the people, the Israelites, they went into this foreign country, Babylon, because they were captured. The Israelites returned back to the land and they were facing challenges to rebuild the nation and their faith and in their desperation and cry. They told God, Lord, look at our nation. It's in shambles. Would you revive us again? Would you bring us back to life? You know, speaking of the nation of Israel, you know, right now, they are in the middle of a war. They are in the middle of a a battle where their streets were burned, their their people were ravished. And deep down inside, they are longing, would you bring us back to our glory again? Bring us back to what it was before. Amen. You see, one of the signs, whether you're healthy or or sick, is this thing called appetite. Okay, I think it was, ah. Generally, if you offer me food, right, I will never say no one. Generally, okay? So if you want me to lose weight, don't offer me too much food, okay? Because I, I hardly ever say no to anything, okay? You give me any food, canned food, good food, bad food, even bad food, I will eat, okay? Because I just want to try. But one of the signs uh, that you know uh, that I'm sick uh, is when I say, uh, I don't need to eat. Wow, well, if Barasem tell you I don't want to eat, uh, something is very wrong, Either I'm fast and focusing or I'm, I got sick. La. So I remember DCD one time. I went for DCD and suddenly I felt no appetite. Leh. I Say very, very rare. Ah. I go DCD, normally I like the, the food there. Go, DCD food is quite decent, quite nice. Eh. I don't feel like eating. Eh. Then something is wrong. So I went to my hotel room, right, I lie down. And then suddenly my temperature went up. Wow, high fever. So my appetite ah, linked to my health. Eh. Then I realised, wow, then remember DC that time was single, no sister brand. If sister brand should got sugar should got banador back up. You know, for me, uh, single guy, we don't care, we just go DC, right? So that time, I think my 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 my, my DC buddy uh, is somebody that is a guy also, la, but he don't care about me right now. So he just left me alone. Eh. He just went out to do his own thing. I eh. didn't go shopping or what? Then I'm alone eh. sick, eh. fever. Eh. See, guys not, not compassionate one. Eh. Oh, I just sit there. I was like, wow, high fever. Eh. And nobody helped me. Eh. Then I desperate, I go and, I was so bad I crawled out of my bed. Eh. I, so I go and bang on the, the hotel door opposite me, in of me, you know. I say, hey guys, I think you are one. Eh? I say, hey, help me. I, I'm sick, I'm very sick. You know, can you all uh, help me? And all. Then, then I think it was, uh, it was one adult guy and then uh, sue so, one more person. They said, okay, okay, we can't pray for you. I think you all uh, lay hands on me. So they all lay hands on me, eh. No medicine, nothing, eh? I'm not even kidding you. After they lay hands on me, right. Suddenly, uh, I felt, eh, my, my, my lips pale, right, become red. I felt flush, eh? My face turned red. Then suddenly, the first sign, I said, hey, I feel hungry. Can someone get me biscuit and get me tea? I took my first biscuit, tea. My fever left. No medicine, huh? no Panadol, nothing. Eh? Just good old-fashioned, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But the sign now huh, of that health recovering, the first thing that came back was, hungry, patoyal. <laughs> oh, like what some of you are feeling right now. Hunger is a good sign. It means you're healthy. It means you're human. And same thing, God wants to restore hunger in this fast and focus. Yes, you are hungry, but hungry is not a bad thing because hungry lets you know that you're alive. Amen. Hungry lets you know that you're normal and there's a hunger within you. It's very funny, how God defines blessing and how we define blessing. Oh, you're very blessed, you got, oh, you got, you got, you're prosper, oh, you got so many things. God defines blessing very differently. If you actually read Jesus' uh, uh, Sermon on the Mount, he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Huh? So poor blessing. Ah. Blessed are the, those that mourn. Huh? Your grief is a blessing. Ah. Blessed are the humble, are the hungry and thirst for righteousness, for the merciful. How God defines blessing, very different from us. Because you know what's truly a blessing? A blessing will always point you to Jesus. So when you feel hungry, it's a good thing because when you're hungry, what do you do? You find when you feel poor, what do you do? You seek the one that is able to make you rich. I'm not just talking about financially rich, I'm talking to be rich in the spirit, rich in joy, rich in blessings. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen? So, how God defines blessing is different from us. Number two, the second thing what glory does to us is there is a moral and priority alignment. Okay. God's glory changes the way we see our moral and priority compass. It guides us. Psalms 19 verse 8, it says, The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. You know, when I first received the Holy Ghost, I was so convicted. I don't know why, okay? I remember when went home, you know, I sat down and then, I used to do a lot of things, you know, before I was a Christian. And then, the first thing I did was, you know, I went home, then I was listening to my music. And suddenly I listened to music. After a while, I realised, hey, I can't listen to this music anymore already, eh. I used to listen to a lot of alternative. Okay, the bands, you all don't know one. La. You all don't know Beastie Boys, you know, uh, Bling 182, Prodigy, all these very weird bands. But some of these bands are very vulgar one. Eh. Right? I, I know, I see Joyce laughing means you all know. La, uh, so, <laughs> some of you know these bands. Eh, okay, I like to listen to very vulgar songs. Like boys school, I will listen. Then I listen, I yeah, hey, I feel very uncomfortable. Eh. That's okay, go change to Joe Zaylun. Okay, not so bad. Go listen to Jay Cho. To listen, to Jay Cho, I feel very depressed. Jay Cho is the kind of singer, right? That you depress, uh, you go even more depressed. Right? You break up, you listen to J. Cho, right? you might suicide. Like. I'm not even kidding you, eh? You listen to Unsing, all that, right? So I go and listen and I say, cannot, lah. How come uh, I sing Praise, I'm like, happy, uh? I hear all this music, I feel like I want to die, eh? So I say, something within me says, you shouldn't be listening. No one tell me, uh, No pastor say, cannot listen. Nobody say anything, no Bible verse, eh? And I just grabbed this CDs and said, wow, I can't, this vulgarity, I can't listen. So I went to the, you know, the last time HTB, ah, you know, you're under the sink, right? Got this rubbish shoot, right? Um, the, old, the old HTB, lah, okay? I'm an old school one. So I sat there, though. I brought all my $1,000 worth of CDs there. Eh. Then I sat there, then I look at the rubbish dump. Eh. Very smelly. Eh? Then I think, should I do it? Should I do it? Ayah, YOLO. yeah, YOLO. I throw everything, $1,000 worth. Eh. My mother was so angry. <laughs> I buy you all the CDs, you throw away. I keep quiet. La. I just throw everything away. La. Because there's something about the glory of the Lord, right? That tells you, eh, does this please God? It, it, it wasn't a Bible verse. Eh. I'm not saying you throw your CDs. I'm just saying that. That's what I felt. Eh. I was convicted. Eh, that there's some things I shouldn't be listening to. My friends invite me to go to birthday party at Zook. So I go and go. Eh. I mean, <laughs> my first time entering clubbing, eh, youngster. Eh. Go in. Eh. Like, I thought very fun. I eh. got music. got girls. got drink. The moment I walk in, right, wow, I felt like I shouldn't be here. Is there a Bible verse? Thou shall not go uh, a clubbing. No verse. But something about the Holy Ghost that tells you. where, eh. Because if you are very sensitive to God, right, you can sense eh, how God, the Bible calls it the, the prompting of the Lord. Eh. It grieves the Holy Spirit. You know what's grieving? It's God inside not happy. And you can, Like my wife, ah, I come home, right, can read temperature one, but she breaks up. I also know, oh no, I know, die, die, die today. If she's not happy, I also not happy, what? She doesn't need to say, your spouse don't need to say a single word. Right, husbands? The moment you come home, she's not happy, you're also not happy already. And the Holy Ghost is like that. He's in you, eh. You got relationship, what? If he's not happy, you also, eh, hey, something off, ah. Uh, today, maybe need to massage, massage. Huh? Maybe today, no lah, just kidding nah. She doesn't need to do that. But, but it's natural. Oh, when I'm not happy, she also can pick up. Eh, hey, Sam, why are you in bad mood, nah? Why the weather like that? Okay? Same thing, Holy Ghost. You see, that's what the glory does. When you have experienced the glory of the Lord, you are more sensitive to the things that God loves and don't love. Have you ever thought about it, Joseph? Right? You know all those UTB students, you know Joseph, right? He kind of seduced by Potiphar's wife. Ah. He ran, eh, right? He ran away. Right? He know what? Adultery is wrong. But he realised, ah, the commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery, haven't right yet, eh. Moses haven't put the commandment down yet. Leh. How come Joseph know it's wrong? Leh? How, how come no, no, no law, what? thou shalt not commit adultery? Joseph, all oh, the last time, all the oh, many wives, right? Uh, one more, what? never mind. Joseph knew that it was wrong. Why? Because he had a relationship with God. He probably touched the glory of God. And there's something about when you touch the glory of God, right? There are some things uh, that nobody need to say to you, right? You know it displeased God one. And you just go ahead and do it. There was no commandment for that. So once again, Families and congregations under the influence of God's glory, you'll make more ethical decisions. There's moral clarity. Number three, relational harmony and unity. Oh, that's not very good. When the glory of the God comes to a congregation, there is a harmony, there is a unity. In the family, there is a joy, there is forgiveness. Acts chapter 2, verse 46 to 47. And they continuing daily with one accord. Win in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favour with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily as should be saved. Homes and churches filled with God's glory. Experience stronger bonds. Not say there is no fights, but there is forgiveness. Sometimes you come into the house of the Lord and you, you, know, you fight with somebody. Okay, You fight with your children, you fight with somebody. But when you come and worship the Lord, suddenly there's grace. Eh? There's grace to forgive. You say, oh God, I I cannot. I, I, I struggle with offense. Eh? I can't come to church. Wrong. If when you have offense, you come to the church. You come into the presence of the God. You come to the altar because it's very hard to worship God when you're offense one. And remember, I come down to the altar, I worship, worship, and then the Holy Ghost touched me. Eh? And then I felt convicted. Eh? I need to go say sorry. And then, go and say sorry. Harmony. Number four. The glory of God there is divine empowerment and anointing. The Bible tells us that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. Amen. Churches and individuals who operate in the glory of the Lord are equipped and empowered to do the work of God. This doesn't apply just in mission trips and preaching and ministering and teaching Bible studies. It also applies in your life and your home and your family. You know, I I know all of us here, some of us here are parents with young children. Okay, I'm YMCA, young married... Voilà. couple okay. Anyway, we are young uh, married adults. And then we have our kids. You know, the Holy Spirit is not just for you to get when you receive the Holy Ghost, speak in tongues and then move on. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is to empower you to do life. Eh? To do life that pleases God. So I remember, you know, one of the times that when I was a young, when Lauren was born, my first child, usually first child is the hardest one. Amen? No? No amen? Okay, fine. You're very, very good. Huh? Very good parents. Huh? My first child is the hardest child. So don't know, ma. Don't know what to do, ma. Ha? Sterilize, don't sterilize. I'm the one, like, ah, I don't need la. Then, no, must sterilize. Okay, okay. You know, then baby also wake up, you're not used to it. Okay, for me, okay, some people are at are, 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 are night, night, I watch soccer a lot la. So 3 a.m., okay, i very used to waking up. But even I'm used to it, I'm not used to it. Wow, 1 a.m., wake up, <sighs> go to bed. 2 a.m., <sighs> 3 a.m., <sighs> okay, I give my wife one more hour. Oh, yeah. Then I remember one time, very clearly, that's one of the best. This are my parenting tip, okay? I'm not a pro, okay? But it works for me, okay? Three a.m., I pick up Lauren, cannot, cannot sleep, cry and cry, forty-five minutes, just crying, Okay, I took her out of the room,
1: <sighs>
0: not the carrier? Oh, okay, okay, oh, daddy, very tired, please I oh, daddy, oh, God, Jesus, Jesus, wow, that, I'm so frustrated, I share this story many times, I walk past the rubbish shoot, I'm like, yeah, should I throw her down, so? Let <laughs> like my see this. No, 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 cannot, cannot. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You know, when 3 a.m., you're not thinking straightly, oh, Jesus. Oh, I remember she was crying so loud. Eh. You know what I did? I was so frustrated. I also cry. But I pray in the Holy Ghost. I cry out in tongues.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: not exaggerating. I really pray in tongues super long. I pray out oh, in tongues. Then after I pray in tongues, my child stop crying. Eh. Look at me. <laughs> like Lawrence, literally, Lauren literally stop crying. Eh. That's so I realized a the trick there. your child cry, you cry. You cry, they also realize why you cry, then they stop crying. She doesn't know what's going on. But then I cry, I cry, I cry, 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 I cry until I tear, everything come out. Then she looked at me, she was silent and said, Oh, it's working, it's working. Okay, I pray a bit longer, it's working, I pray, 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 pray. I pray, pray down she fell asleep. But I felt God though. No, no kidding. I didn't just cry for myself crying. I was interceding in my pain. The Bible says in your weakness, ma, you cry out, ma with words that cannot be uttered. I really don't know what to do, really, Ma. Every time you feel desperate with your kid, what do you do? Are you exasperated? Then you're gonna pray, ma. Maybe your kid cry because he, God's saying, go and pray. You never pray, so I give you a problem. And then the problem forces you to the corner. So this happened for a while. You know, I, I he wake up. Oh, so, oh. so that that my most spiritual years was Lauren, first year. Every night, intercession. It's not for the, for the loss, It's for my sake, Lord. My sanity. Amen. When life gets overwhelming, it is God's invitation for us to seek Him. Instead of trying to find modes of escape or turning to the one, we, rather we can turn to the one that says, come unto me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. Amen. God is very good. He knows. He gives you the the right trial to bring you to the place where you need Him. Amen. (sighs) Maybe when the exam results come back, you will hear me crying in my room again. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Number five. Visible manifestation of people touched by God. I will say this very quickly, okay? Um, When the glory of God comes, you will see visible manifestation. That means, right, you will see it on the people one. And He expressed Himself in many ways. So those stereotype God. Ah, God ah, is not a God that likes to be stereotyped. For example, sometimes He heals people by touching them. Sometimes He spit on their eyes and He mowed the ball and put in their face Then they can see. God does things in a way that you sometimes don't expect. Okay, Because He doesn't want you to put you put Him in a mole. So God's glory when touch people different. For example, in Acts 2, they were, the Bible says when they received the Holy Ghost, the people thought, uh, uh, so they were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean, others mocking said, they are full of new wine. Well, They are, eh, they are tipsy. Huh, they are sial one. Eh. Have you seen drunk people act? Sometimes they, you don't, don't make sense one, right? Uh, sometimes they come worship uh, in TJ, right? Uh, sometimes you see people jump, dance, sing, shout. This city, uh, you're going to expect, some of you are new to this city, right? Don't be surprised when people, you know, express themselves. Because when the glory touch them, right? If, if alcohol can cause you to do crazy things, right? but you are under the, a good influence there. Eh? Not the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. There is a dancing and a shouting and people are happy. Eh? I'd rather be happy without a hangover than to be drunk and with a hangover. Okay, so let people do their thing. Don't judge them. You want to do your thing, you do. They do their thing, let them do because they are happy in the presence of the Lord. Amen. So expect that. In our church also, Sunday service, people dance, shout. It's very normal. In fact, if nothing like that happens, right, it's not normal because the early church was like that. Now, sometimes, you know, 2 Chronicles, I won't read all out, okay? But the musicians, sometimes they play halfway, right? When the Holy Ghost come, when the Predator come. I, I saw some DCDs, right? They play, play halfway, right? C- cannot sing already. Because God moving eh? Worship leaders, the, all the bass team, all dancing, shouting. The whole place exploded already. Nobody knows what God playing. I see grace at them, see how one. I don't know what you're playing, also, like your hand is going up and up and up and up and up. No, <laughs> no, Some people jump, 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 I Don't know what they are doing. Okay, but there was the, there was glory, eh. And after the service, eh, you see, you'll notice everybody were happy one, smile on their face, countenance change. Amen. That's what we are looking for—the glory of the Lord, eh. And the Bible says, "The joy of the Lord, eh. he, in His presence. There is fullness of joy. All your emo, all your depression, mental health issue. Let me tell you, this problem to solve mental health, you need touch glory. One touch of the glory." No mental health ready. Let me tell one very cool story. After I was baptised, okay, I'm not Moses, uh, but after I was baptised, I remember I came out of water baptism. Best thing I've ever happened in my life. I came out of water baptism. I was a new man. and eh. All my shame, guilt gone. Eh. So I thought, it's just for me. Eh. Went back to my old church. I mean, I was from a different place last time. Went back to my old church. My care group members saw me. Eh. First time saw me. Sam, your face is glowing. Now I think Glowing? Wow, SK2. No. It's the, it is the Prince. I don't know what lah. Lata, I don't know what it was. I say, what happened to you? Just ask me, what happened to you on ah, the weekend? How come your face glowing? Nah, look, not, not sweating. Leh. Never put any skin product. Leh. Oh, I got baptised. I received the Holy Ghost last week and I got baptised in Jesus' name. Hey, your face glowing. Eh. I said, yeah, I had an encounter with God. Leh. Maybe after baptism, I touched the glory. I don't know lah. Okay, I'm not Moses. At that time, I also don't know the story. So I said, I want to see what you experience. And I remember that, that week or week after, it was pastors, Sister Weiher, your housewarming, right? It was your housewarming at Woodlands. And I brought my friend there. I said, okay, la, you come and see my pastor. No church, la, but come and see the house la, at least. So I brought her to go and see the house. I think Sister Samantha Ku was there. Sister Weiher was there. And I think they ministered to her. She cried. They brought her into the room and she received the Holy Ghost in Pastor's bedroom there. What amazing housewarming, ah! Uh? Housewarming got people receive Holy Ghost. Eh? No, need baby, no need dedication, house dedication, uh? But Holy Ghost being filled in the house, is that the dedication, eh? Hannah, you were there, so <laughs> I think. Yeah, it was crazy. Eh? I was like, the, the, this glory thing real. Eh? It wasn't a facial product. Eh? I, I promise you, I don't use anything else my wife. I don't use until today, I don't use one. Eh? But after baptism, there was a change, there was a joy. And that's what we should be. When you go to the the presence of the Lord, you come out, you walk in the service, your face growing, you also don't know. where. It's the joy of the Lord. And strangers, people off the streets can feel it. I wonder what it's like in the Old Testament, New Testament church in the beginning, eh, when the disciples walk eh, and the shadow walk past the the sick person, right? The sick person healed. eh. Why can't that happen for us? If we read the Bible and and we can say, oh, they got the Holy Ghost, we also can. Then they walk past people in shadow, they heal, we also can what? You think God give you what the Holy Ghost bigger than your Holy Ghost, man. ain't God not fair? No. He, your Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost are the same. It's God. Amen. Amen. We can have that tabernacle of joy. The Bible says we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. Come on, there are things in the word of God that's for us to claim, and we can touch the glory of God, and if we are truly seek Him these 40 days, God's going to do a great work in us. Amen. Amen. Number six, healing and restoration. What is healing and restoration? When the glory of God touched, there is healing. Homes, congregations, nations experiencing God's glory, witness miraculous healings, wholeness and well-being. Second Chronicles 7.14, famous verse. I need to read this one. It says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Amen. Second Chronicles 7 is situated in a pivotal moment of Israel's history. Solomon, the son of King David, had completed the construction of this temple. This temple was important because it symbolised God's dwelling place with the people. It was the heart of Israel's religious, political and social life. And God appears to Solomon at night following the dedication of the temple. And God assured Solomon that my presence will be be in this temple and he set forth a condition. Can everyone say a condition? He said, I will promise you healing, forgiveness on the contingency that the people of God will humble themselves, will pray, will seek His face and to turn from wicked ways. Also known as if the people will fast and focus. If you would fast and focus, I guarantee you, I will not just heal your church, I will heal your nation. Our nation needs healing today. There are people in broken families, broken homes, broken situations. Everything is warped there. People are stressed out, anxiety, suicide rates, all these things. God is not wanting the whole nation to change, to change the nation. He's saying, if my people, if the church, if the people who are baptised in His name, called by His name, were to fast and focus, I will heal not just the church, I will heal the nation. I want my nation to be blessed. Amen. You see, throughout the Bible in the Old Testament, we also see in the New Testament, Jesus in His teachings emphasised the importance of a humble heart, sincere prayer, and the turning away of sin. It's always that way. But I'm going to be very honest with you. Revival will not take place unless there's these two words. Holy discontent. Pastor said it last week. I'm going to repeat it again. There has to be a holy discontent. I'm not saying that you discontent. Oh, my, my, my friend got a car. I also want car. No, that's not the car kind of discontent. It's when you see uh, that this is where the church can be and should be or the nation should be and this is where we are and you're saying we should be there but why are we here? And there's a frustration there. Three years COVID, there's a frustration there. Eh? How come we are not seeing the revival? How come my family in heaven received the... How come the children, you know, not the Holy Ghost there? Eh? How come? How come? And all these thoughts come to you eh, and you feel frustrated. Don't quench that frustration. Don't escape somewhere else. Take that frustration and say, that's my holy discontent and do something about it. Say, Lord, this fast I want to see my mom saved. I want to see my dad saved. I'm fasting because I want to see revival in my home. Lord, I'm not satisfied that I'm going to heaven. The greatest gift is not going to heaven. The greatest gift is taking someone with you to heaven. And in Old Testament, there are people called prophets. Show the picture, okay? Da-da-da-da-da, the picture of these of the, of the people. There's a group of people called watchmen in the Bible, okay? You're wondering who is watchmen, okay? Who, who do they watch? Now, The Bible says in Ezekiel, Son of man, I made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. In the Old Testament, they were men of God, prophets. They will look at the condition. They are watchmen. They will look over the city. They will look at the condition of the spiritual state of the nation and the, and the people of God. And they will begin to watch eh, and they will notice, how come God idolatry? How come God injustice? How come the people are so immoral? And they will grieve in their hearts. Eh. But what they do is they don't just stay there. They begin to intercede and they begin to proclaim, eh, we need to change. Isaiah 1.4, it says, A last sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity a brood of evildoers, children who are corrupters. They have forsaken the Lord and they have provoked to anger the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away backward. You have Isaiah, Jeremiah, all the prophets all say the same thing. Lord, look at the state of where we are. We cannot just be silent. We cannot do nothing. My children are not getting it. My family is not getting it. I have to get involved. I have to lay down on my face and say, God, I'm hungry and thirsty for a change. That is holy discontent. I don't know how many of you here can feel the discontent in your spirit. Every time I go home, I'm so glad I'm in tabernacle of joy. But I see empty chairs. These chairs could be filled with my loved ones. Your loved ones. I look at my children. I thank God they're in church. But they need to touch the glory. Last time I remember in kids' church, there was a time when I was doing kids' church. Wow, one of the best experiences. I, I, I share this many times, but I just want to repeat it again. Me and Peter leading worship. Don't put me and Peter lead worship, please. Okay? I can do no actions. Okay, Peter, you are talented in so many things, okay? But you and I know, singing may not be, you know. We know, I cannot do actions. I hardly can do para para, okay? I just can't do anything. So you put two people who are like musically and actionally not inclined one, right? Wow! Then we were asked to lead worship. Ah, eh? oh, it was a struggle, man. So uh, my trick was always to get okay. Kids who want to volunteer to lead worship, do they come? Then I put three kids in front. Okay, you all do the actions and show everybody. Actually, behind right, I'm following them. Uh, well, this uh, <laughs> you know, I know, this is your face, you know, kind of thing, right? So I go and follow, follow a member. Then Peter and I, we went out of tune. Now he was one key, I was one key lower. It was the horrible, horrible experience. And then, in the middle of the worship, I said, God, you could have show up. Eh? Because if you don't show up, this is a disaster. Eh? Honest to God, when we we're doing all the actions, we just really try our best to worship God. The presence of God fell. Eh? I always tell people, is it God, God say enough? Cannot hear already. Lah? God say, I, okay, put, put, put tongue, don't sing it. Don't sing already. I come and I will show up, okay? Y'all can stop singing and just sing my face. So it was so bad that God had to intervene. Lah, and sure, I'm not even kidding you. Forty minutes, Jabez was there. I remember, you know, you we were there. Wow, there was a Holy Ghost move ah. We all pray in tongues there. Eh. Cannot come out like eh. it was the glory moment there. Eh. Then no, just I was flat on the ground. Peter also on the ground flat because we felt the holiness of God, the presence of God. Now remember, Jabez, Jesse, all these went around right, and they started laying hands on us there. Eh. Not the teacher lay hands on the kids there. Eh. The kids lay hands on us there, eh. and all praying in tongues everywhere right. I remember one kid, Holy Ghost, we see Holy Ghost. Forty minutes praying in tongues, we see Holy Ghost. Kids there. Eh. I'm like, what is going on there? Eh? It's the glory of the Lord. When the glory of God comes in the, in the kitchen service, right? very easy one. How you know? They are very naughty one, right? When the glory comes, they all sit down quiet, quiet, quiet. quiet. I'm not even bluffing you. I teach kitchen many, I mean, you can't believe it lah, but I used to teach kitchen. Sister Ware was my teacher. I was the helper last time, okay? So she's my surfu. So I remember last time, I teach, one time I teach. Very naughty eh? But then there was a God moment. I remember there was a God moment. I thought about angels, I think. The Ark of the Covenant. Then all the kids suddenly oh, sit down. Eh. Then I said, wow, why are they so quiet? Ah? Then, they, then I felt I felt goosebumps. Eh. Then I asked them, hey, why are you all so quiet? I said, but I said we felt something. Something came into the room, eh. I think because you talk about the angels of the Lord lah. Wow, something came. All, all the kids them, them, all the naughty pike at the back lah, all look at me very quietly. Wow, then when the naughty ones look at you quietly, right? A presence came in. Sometimes it's less discipline, it's more glory. Your children can change by the glory. Take them to your prayer meetings. Take them to DCD. Don't take them away from the altar. It's okay. You know, okay, fine. They, 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 they run around, they struggle. Don't bring them in. Don't let them practice it now. You know, my up Run, pull back. Run, pull back. Run, pull back. Never mind. Because in the atmosphere, when they touch the glory, it doesn't change you. It also changes them. Okay, last one. Last one, okay. How, how can I experience spiritual revival then? Here's the how-to, okay? How can I respond to my holy discontent? It always begins with this thing called humbling. There's to be a humbling of yourself. Where you think about how far have I fallen? Or maybe not say how far I've fallen, what could have been that I'm not there yet. And then number two, you go into this what we call genuine repentance. Repentance is not just saying sorry for your sin, but it's also a desire to turn away from them. The Bible says in James 4 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, O you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double minded. Something has got to go if you want revival. I say it again, something has, some things have got to go if you want revival. Yesterday morning, I was praying and I, I read, I just felt this verse came out to me. Acts 19 17 to 20. Let me show you the extent of how revival can take place. The story had happened. of what happened spread quickly all through Ephesus to the Jews and Greeks alike. A solemn fear descended on the city and the name of the Lord Jesus was greatly honoured. Many who became believers confessed their sinful practices. A number of them who had been practising sorcery brought their inc- incantation books and burned them at the public bonfire. They took all their idols and their past. Um, the the practices, they know this, please God. They brought it to the bonfire. The value of the books was several million dollars. So the message about the Lord spread widely and had powerful effect. True repentance will always require us to lay down our idols. I cannot shake this off. I can go for prayer meetings I can read all the Bible story, Bible study, everything. And I can go through, like Sister said, I can go through all the motions of what fast and focus offers to us. But fast and focus is truly about the turning away of idols. Whether we like it or not, okay, I brother Sam love you. I speak to myself. It can be a priority, it can be a person, it can be a game. It can be an item that you desire. It could be anything. I, I define this. I read it from a song. Anything I put before my God is an idol. Anything I want with all my heart is an idol. Anything I can't stop thinking of is an idol. Anything that I give my, all my love to is an idol. <sighs> so this first week has been tough. I wish I can tell you I felt goosebumps in prayer. No, rather on Saturday, I overslept. <sighs> Struggle. Wow, I rushed out to church. Wake up every morning, want to pray, oh, struggle to pray. Read the Bible, also struggle. Distracted. At night, want to wake Oh, really struggle. But every night, I just try. I say, God, I put myself there. I say, God, I, what? then God spoke to me, say, how about you give up something? What is the one thing that occupies your time, your mind, your attention, all this while? And I said, okay God, I lay it down. I felt nothing when I lay it down at first. But then when I went to pray after that, I felt a difference. I felt that God saw that. Like, that there's no rival throne in me. See, God doesn't like rival thrones. This song, is saying, no rival throne survives and I serve only you. I want God to be my king. Eh? And I just lay it down at His feet. And then the next part, after I lay it down, it says, seek God wholeheartedly. It means you've got to pursue. Let me ask you a question. How many of you have lost your handphone before? Can you just raise your hands? You lost handphone? Thank you. Okay, I got to ask the very, very person. Anybody lost a child before? Not, 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 not to death, but lost as in, as in the child disappears, cannot find one. Okay? Okay, relatable. Okay? I lost my child before. Okay? I, I am so embarrassed. I hope my mom's not watching this. Okay? My grandma will kill me. Okay, now my, now my. It's confession time. Okay? I lost Lauren before. It was primary school. primary too, right? I thought, okay, Lauren right after school. Huh? You go to King Albert Park, MRT, You Wait for me. Daddy can pick you. You know, daddy, sometimes, you know, orange a bit, lack of time, right? I came late lah. Seven minutes late. I went to the Puket Park. Cannot find her la. I said, where Lauren go? Ah? Then some no handphone. Kid no handphone, right? Where's Lauren? So I panicked. Aiyah, maybe she's stuck in school. So I ran up the slope to MGS school, right? Say, look, look, look. Cannot find. Go to the school office. Cannot find. Call the teacher. Cannot find. Call the tuition teacher. Cannot find. Desperate. I go and call that. My care group, lead. that's what care groups are for, man. Back me up. Dad, I lost my kid. They eh. thought was so nice. I said, like, hey, I come down, I come down, and help you. Eh. Bro, thank you. That one word, uh, wow, I felt so touched. I was so desperate at uh, that. I, then, you know, we lost a kid, right? Every second, every minute, your anxiety increased. Uh, you lost phone, lost phone, uh, yeah, $1,000. You lost child, cannot come back one day. Eh. Wow, I panicked. Uh, I'm like, <sighs> You never see brother saying, Kanchong, Kanchong, first time Kanchong. Huh. Well, I ran, I ran up the slope, down the slope, back to MRT, up and down. Looking for her, I call, I think I told Pastor, I, told I faster called her old kindergarten. Eh. Sometimes Lauren, ah, like, Hing Sui, go and walk back to the old kindergarten. Cannot find. And I couldn't stay there because I had to pick Bethany also at that time. So I rushed to Bethany school, right? Pick Bethany and told the principal, Did Lauren come? No. Wow, then now become national case, really. The kindergarten panic. I didn't tell my mama. <laughs> I told Brenda. Everybody panicking. Eh. So one, two hours later, right, I lost hope. I eh. said, so where did my child go? I sick so earnestly. Eh. Well, I run around, sweating, holding Bethany, trying to find Lauren. And then, I got a phone, phone call from the wife. I want to kill her. Knock on the door. You know what happened? This Bremi 2 kid waited for daddy for seven minutes. Got impatient and think daddy won't pick me. So she took MIT herself, took a bus and she go home. After one and a half hours, this joker managed to take a bus to Pukit Panjang Interchange. She memorised that I got to take this 973. So she took the 973 bus, dropped at my bus stop and then walked home herself. Primary tools, yeah. I, say, I want to say, I'm so proud of you but I'm so angry at you. I'm going to kill you. I was so angry, you know, I tell you. But the desperation, ah, uh, of a parent that lost something precious. ah. There's no comparison than the lost child. eh. And when the Bible says to seek the Lord wholeheartedly, perhaps this is what it means. eh. That you lost something so precious to you, right? That it causes so much concern ah, that you go all out to find that kid. To find him again. eh. God, where are you, Lord? I didn't quit. eh. I bet you none of you will quit if you were in a position you will seek until you vomit blood until you find your child, right? And if we put the same attitude towards God eh, and say, God, I used to feel your presence, I used to be so close to you, eh, but you don't seem to be there anymore. And there's a desperate search. eh, It says, I'm going to seek you till I find you, eh, no matter the cost, and I won't quit. I skipped lunch that day because I couldn't find my, no appetite. Where's your appetite to eat when your child is gone? And that's why We fast. We fast not because God is there. We fast because God is not there. And we are so desperate to find Him that I'm willing to give up this food right just to find you, Lord. That's why we fast. And here's the good news. Jeremiah 29 verse 13 says, You will seek me and you will find me when you search me with all your heart. That is a promise. If you were to seek God, God guarantees you confirm find one. Number four, pray fervently. Prayer is more than just talking to God. It is heartfelt prayer. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta confess. You know, you gotta you gotta take some time. You know, join us in you know Tuesday night we got prayer meetings. Come, bring your your kids along. Partner with someone. Show us. You know, uh, 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 in the morning. You know, before you go to work, pray. Pray. Number five, pray and immerse yourself in God's word. Let me give you an illustration. Okay, I'm going to take this guitar. Okay, you pray, you immerse yourself in God. So we give you all the tools ready. Okay, um, study the Bible, but don't just study. Read, and then not only do you pray and you study the Word, it's very important that you gather. Okay, I know I, I, I jumped my head okay, Sorry, you you got to you got to do it together with with people. Let me tell you why Tuesday night prayer meetings are so important. Let me tell you why Saturday. Coming together to pray as a church is important. Okay, so this is a guitar, right? So imagine you are the guitar string. Okay, can someone hold this? Hey, hey bro, you come help me in the mic. I cannot talk and do it. Okay, so imagine, right? You are the guitar string, right? By yourself, uh, if you take a string, brother, David, you know, if you take out the string from the packet, right? By yourself, it's just a string, lah. Uh, you can tie your shoelace, tie your hair, whatever. The string can do many things. When does the string become useful? First, it must connect to the guitar, the head. Uh, musicians, remember, this is called a headstock, I think. Okay, this part of the guitar is called a headstock. If I'm wrong, just tell me, okay. I'm quite sure it's called a headstock. The string must connect to the head. We call that Christ, Jesus. But if you only connect to the head, right, you still cannot play what? It'll just be a loose string, Hanging on the head. Some people say, "Oh, I only need God. I don't need the church. I only need God." You are like the guitar string that only connect to the headstock, but you have no no purpose, no sound, nothing. It just hangs, hanging, hanging hang string. So you must also connect to the body, the body of the guitar. Then when you connect to the body, eh, can play something, eh. But wait. You don't just want to stay connected. There's something called tension. Without tension, you cannot produce the sound. That's why we stretch you sometimes. We say, come, fast, focus, give up something. Because without tension, there is no music. Without tension, there is no purpose. Without tension, you will not be of any use in this guitar. And that's why sometimes your leader say, I push you Guys, fast Tuesday, Friday, very difficult. Tension, your flesh, tension with your spirit. But tension is good because tension builds worship. Tension is worship. Worship is not the slow song you sing on Sunday. You know what's worship? It's when you sacrifice. Worship is when you say, God, I don't feel like it but I do it because it pleases you. And then when there's tension and there's a connection between the head and the body, then you can have. Uh, what's the song you sing? Uh, Joanne. Joanne taught me four chords. Last time, jo- Joanne. <laughs> Joanne was the one. I do not play guitar, but last time, long, long, long ago, uh, guitar. Your wife taught me four chords only. He said, "This four chords you can play on most of the song." She, ah, uh, what well, uh, I know, I know, Joanne. You say, "I could sing of your love for ever." Uh, never mind la. <laughs> That is why I preach. I don't play guitar. I don't sing. Okay. And you don't do it alone. The song, the whole time the guitarist. Jesus, you are so awesome to me. Thank God, nice. You know what is nice? Hey, Jonah, I can play, right? Can you strum a few chords, please? Wow, 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 wow. Lila. Hey, you don't know. You're pro, eh. Come. Okay, I can make See ya? Ah? Wow, pro, ah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jonah. When you go for a prayer meeting and we pray together, all the strings in tension are being touched by the Master's hand. And the music comes up to the Lord and it becomes true worship. And then it becomes a melody to the Lord. Why do we? That's why I say, pray, read the Bible, good. But you know what's even better? You do it together. Uh, yeah, you do it alone. Ah. That's where you tune your guitar. But then also come together because God likes corporate worship. Amen. Okay, so don't be afraid of tension. Don't be afraid to stretch. Okay, I lost already. Okay, never mind. You all know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'll give you the next three points and we're going to close. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled. With the Holy Spirit. Some of you here came into this church very first time. You're wondering what is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. And God's Spirit wants to dwell inside our hearts. His Spirit is love, His Spirit is His presence. And how do you receive the Spirit of God? You come to God in repentance and then you surrender to Him and you begin to praise. You now, some of you here, you say, you try, I tried praying for the Holy Ghost, I didn't get it. Hey, you know something? Some people seek for a while. But if it's precious to you, right? Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep seeking the Lord. God didn't reject you. Some people, you know, sometimes you got barriers. You got to clear first, you know. But allow the Lord to work in your life. Continually walk in repentance. God doesn't reject you. God loves you. But if you seek Him, you will find Him. Amen. Amen. Number nine, worship. You know, I said just now. Worship is more than a song. Worship is about surrender. As you consecrate yourself to God, God will help you surrender the things that you love. And when you surrender to God, God will show you who He is. Lastly, serve others. Fast and focus is not just we fasting and we do nothing. Sometimes the presence of God can be found when you step out of your comfort zone to reach somebody that needs to know Jesus. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. I want to close today's, I mean, this time together. I Yesterday, I told the, the morning prayer group, a song came to my head. I, I don't really, you know, I haven't heard this song for a long time. I don't know why this season the song came in. And when I was listening to the song, right, wow, the words of the song really spoke to me, eh. And I want to share this song with you. I won't sing, okay? Don't worry, I, don't, I, can, I won't play the guitar. I, I will show you the video. And I want us to take some time just to listen to the words of the song. And it, will, it spoke to me during this time of Fast and Focus. Cube, if we can get ready, the, the 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 video. And if you hear the song, if God is speaking to you, go ahead and respond to the words. And after that, we're going to stand we're going to pray. Can we do that? Can we all stand? Amen. Let's respond to what the song is saying right now. You know, I feel like today, you know, it's the first week, two weeks of the fast. I think the, the word that I want to end off today is simply this. Some of us need to clear the stage. Uh, clear off things that I, I, I tell you this, it's more than just going through the motion of, of all the exercises we're doing. Fasting, reading the word, prayer, and all those are good. But all those things will lead to one thing. It's let Jesus be the King. And I know it's not easy right now for some of us to lay down those things but God never asks us to surrender using our own strength. Amen. But if there's a one-two, why don't you bring it to the altar and say, God, I want to lay down anything that I put above you the past three years. You know, three years is a long time where we, we may have picked up some of the old idols that we used to lay down. And that could be the one thing that is saying that is hindering you from having that breakthrough with God because God is a jealous God and the one thing about God is this He doesn't like anyone else to take His throne we have to dethrone it and let the Prince of Peace become the King of Peace let Him ascend and this is a very private matter I'm not asking you to give up whatever I mean this is your personal decision but we're going to take some time just to pray and just dedicate this ourselves to the lord one more time because he loves us and i can promise you one thing there's nothing that you give up for god that you will not get something back in return from him what i'm trying to say is this lord i give up this love but god can give you a greater love lord i can give you this comfort but you become the greater comforter there are some things that we think will bring us the ultimate fulfillment in our lives but when you try jesus you realize i don't need those things anymore he is the high that I need. He is the desire that, that that fills me. Amen. Can we do this as a congregation right now? Let's take some time just to dedicate to the Lord. I, I know this is not easy for some of you who are new but I want you to give Jesus a try you say God I'm giving up oh God I'm, I'm letting go oh God of everything that I've, I've used to help on to God that is sticking out my time my attention my affection my, my love Lord I'm laying it down in the altar this morning God and Father I'm here God to clear the stage oh God because I want revival I want it to be a spiritual awakening where Lord that you are so close to me that it used to be before it's a time when Lord I knew that you, some of you need to make an altar where you're at I know some of you want to bow some of you want to find a place to sit down and pray come on just respond to the Lord right now <inaudible> this is a time where you say God this is my worship to you this is more than a song oh God but this is the song this is the melody of my heart and say God I'm longing for you I'm desiring you today I will seek you like, like a parent seeking for a lost child I'm seeking for the one who loves me I'm seeking for the God who is so precious to me Come on, some of you here are responding to the Lord right now. Don't pass this moment by.
1: Jesus, your word says, Oh God, they that seek you will find you, God. So, Lord, I'm laying it down, Jesus. I'm laying it down, God. I'm laying it down, Jesus. (tose) Rorroro poco Y aradar a pasatía Aradar a pasatía Y decir Rorro poco Rorro pasatá Aradar a pasatía Aradar a Come on! You don't know that God is all you need until God is all you've
0: got. So sometimes we empty ourselves so that God can take up that space and say, "I become the throne. I will sit on that throne of your life. I will show you what it means to have the fullness of life. I will show you what it means to have true joy." This morning, you can experience
1: my peace. You can experience my love like never before. You can touch my glory. Jesus, I want you to be so real to me, God some of you want to lay hands on the person next to you, that's fine. But you can go ahead and and just make this place an altar. And say, God, as I surrender, God, Lord, confirm your word today, God. I long for you, God. I long for the times, God, where you will whisper to me, God, your sweet words, oh God, and your words, oh God, comforted
0: me. Your words gave me direction, Lord. I'm looking for clarity, God, but I cannot find
1: direction without you. I cannot find purpose without you, God. I want to love you, God, the way you love me, Jesus. God is speaking to some of you right now
0: if if, if the first thing that comes to your mind that you know is an idol don't ignore that voice because God is speaking to you and say come on lay down that thing right now
1: and let me take that rightful throne if you're here seeking the Holy Ghost Why don't you just surrender yourself to Him right now? Don't give up. God wants to fill you. God wants to pour into you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you
0: my time. I give you, God, what I have for God. I give it to you, God. I give you my priorities, God. I give you, God, my concerns, God. I give it to you, Jesus. Lord right now God I may not see oh God the end of what this will turn out to be
1: God but I trust oh God because Lord you're a faithful God and you never fail us oh God in Jesus name Jesus name once you're done offering to the Lord you can turn your
0: hands up and just begin to worship Him. If you came here as a guest and friend, why don't we welcome you? Why don't you speak to Jesus right now? Say, God, if you are real, show yourself to me, God. Lord, the very fact you're here this morning is no coincidence that you are here in this place. God wants to show up in your life. He wants to let you know that you can trust Him. He wants to let you know
1: that you can take your burdens to His feet and He's going to take care of you. He loves you with an everlasting love this morning. In the name of Jesus. That's it pray for someone next to
0: you pray for them as they prepare themselves to go DCD pray that God will restore the hunger that God will restore the thirst they
1: have for the things of God Jesus Jesus thank you Jesus
0: You are a good God. A God that is a gentleman, God. It never forces me, God. But I willingly give this up to you. I
1: surrender so that I have more of you. I surrender, oh God. I surrender my pride. I surrender, God. My doubts, oh God. I surrender, God. That's it. Jesus loves you. Thank you Jesus
0: I'm rededicating myself to Your Word again. I'm rededicating myself, oh God, to spend time alone with You, God. I'm rebuilding back the altar which was broken in my life, God. I'm rebuilding back, oh God, early morning prayer. I'm rebuilding back, oh God, a love for the Word. I want to know You. I don't want to just read the Bible. I want to know You. I want to know Your ways. I want to be like Moses Then do not just know about Your ex. I want to know Your ways. I want to know how to hear Your voice, oh God, speaking to me. I want to find my purpose oh God what you called me to do I want to be like that guitar string that when I serve you God that the tension that I'm feeling is not a bad thing but the tension allows me to show the world who you are I want to make a melody unto you God with my life oh God that's why oh God I'm dedicating myself to you once again God this tension this struggle that I'm feeling is not a bad thing Lord because at the end of the struggle your word says those that weep those that sow weeping will reap with
1: joy I'm going to see my family saved I'm going to see my
0: neighbours saved Lord my desire is that everyone gets to know who Jesus is and to experience his salvation Lord this is my dedication to you God I pray for my loved ones this morning Lord that you will show them the wonders of your love show them your glory oh God like never before revive this nation of Singapore turn my nation around heal this land oh God that those who are struggling with with hurts and wounds Lord that they'll be
1: healing for the nations hallelujah that's it the Holy Ghost is here right now hallelujah Ira kara basa tiara dara 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 we pray for all our
0: prodigals. We pray for our loved ones, oh God, who is not coming to church. Lord, that you'll wake them up in the middle of the night. They will feel the hunger, the desire to come back. Lord, that you will cause the prodigal son to come home. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name.
1: Heal them, oh God. Heal them, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
0: Some of you are feeling the presence of the Lord. I want us to do this together as a church. Let's take this time to pray for our nation right now. Father, we pray for the nation of Singapore today, God. Your Word promised that the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. We pray, God that this glory will not just rest in this church, but your glory will fall upon the nation of Singapore, that you will awaken our hearts, oh God. Awaken this nation to the, to the reality of who you are today. Lord, we pray, oh God, you have seen, oh God, the fall of men. But Lord, in the midst of the darkness, Lord, you shine the brightest. And we pray, God, for our nation. We pray for our government. We pray, God, for our loved ones. We pray, God, for our neighbours around us. In the name of Jesus, Jesus show them your glory oh God reveal to them oh God the beauty and the wonder oh God of who you are let them see oh God that you are a God that loves them a God that they can trust Lord we pray oh God let righteousness oh God preserve this nation hallelujah we commit this Singapore into your hands right now bless oh God our government bless oh God our parliament in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus
1: and Father we thank you God because your word is always true. You promise, God, if we seek your face, God,
0: you will hear from heaven and heal our land. Can we just lift up our hand just to thank the Lord right now? Father, we thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. For you are a promise keeping God. Amen. 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 Some of you are still praying, but I want to challenge those that are here this morning. This week, let's go into fast and focus with a brand new focus. Amen. Let's not go through the motions of the activities, but let's truly make Jesus the King of our lives again. And let's seek His heart once more. Amen. Amen. God bless. Some of you want to go, you're dismissed in Jesus' name. Shake hands, be friendly. Some of you want to stay to pray a bit longer, you may do so. God bless you all. Okay. See y'all on Tuesday night prayer meeting.
1: Amen.